0: I'm, I'm done with the ball, brothers. Like, I'm done with the ball family. Like, I really am. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. Her.
1: I'm here for Jello, o Mello, Anzo.
0: Hey. <laughs> and Zo. And Tina, bring shout out to the mom. Bring ball family
1: in the building. Hey, I'm with it. I'm with it. I ain't wearing them ZO2s, but. <laughs> <laughs> From tip-off to buzzer beater.
0: Kick off to Hail Mary. This
2: is Triple Overtime.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Triple Overtime. I'm your co-host, Cliff. I'm here with Tony and Tiago. It's good. Yo, yo. Let's go. We got some more uh, content for you guys this week. Let's get right into it. We have some Twitter beef. Uh, You know, James Harden did a little interview with Rachel Nichols on ESPN. Said some, some shots were sent undisclosed. No names mentioned, but, you know, I think we can all figure out who he's talking about. And so it brought up the debate on social media this week about, you know, Harden and Giannis, skilled versus unskilled. Who's who, who's not, who's what, what matters, what doesn't. Y'all tell me how y'all feeling about this, this, this little debate.
2: That was crazy, man. I mean, I, well, I think names were mentioned. You know, Rachel was like, yo, Giannis said this. And he was like, did he? Um, he said, I got more assists than he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said, he want Kemba? He said, what, what spot Kemba in? And she was like, 36. And he's like, what spot am I in? like, you're 10th. He's like, okay then. So, I mean, I I love the response because as you guys know, I'm a big numbers guy. Um, Numbers don't lie. And um, (laughs) I mean, they don't. James Harden's a big numbers guy too. He's leading the league in points uh, per game and he's top 10 in assists. So what he's trying to say is my numbers don't lie. And James Harden was not lying. His numbers do not lie. I'm not saying that Giannis is unskilled, but I do think that James is right in everything that he said. It, it's harder for James to do what he does than it is for Giannis to do what he does. But um, but yeah, so it's it's impressive what they both do. Don't get me wrong, but Giannis, Giannis requires less. And they're still both impressive. And Giannis is amazing at what he does. Don't get me wrong. He's MVP. James is MVP too. But where did he lie? At what point did he say anything inaccurate?
0: I'm going to stop y'all right there. So I appreciate what James Hearn does. What James Hearn does requires a skill level that we haven't seen a lot in the nba and if you you can't dispute that if you dispute that there's there's you're trolling like there's nothing that you can say that makes me believe that otherwise but if you look at the other side of the ball or the other side for Giannis's side he's consistently every night making a defender look dumb just like james harden is their style of doing so is extremely different But they're both finding a lot of success. Are you saying that like a Rudy Gobert or... uh, Whatever you're saying for Rudy Gobert, yes, I am saying that. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying Rudy Gobert isn't a two-time defensive player of the year. Yeah. And he looked like absolute garbage against Giannis. I mean, the only person so far this season that we've seen defend Giannis reasonably well was a couple nights ago in Miami when he faced Bam. Yeah. But we see the same thing with Harden. He's unstoppable. Giannis, unstoppable. Now, Giannis can't shoot a three like Harden can, but Harden can't get to the rack like Giannis can. Can they both do those things? Sure, but not as well as the other.
1: I mean, I don't know. I respect what Giannis does because, I mean, I'm not a seven-foot guy and there's not a lot of seven-footers who can move like that. Yeah, with that in itself is a gift. Um, Sounds like KD. I'm not going to... No, he doesn't move like KD at all. Um, He he is... You said they
2: can move like that. Yep, KD. KD KD, can't get to the rack like that. KD
1: doesn't run like Giannis does, but then Giannis doesn't move side to side like kd does either yeah yeah so that, they're yeah. just they're dribble moves same animal different beasts they're yeah. both seven footers but their game they, is nothing, yeah, they're, the, same. Yeah, they're nothing games, the same yeah
0: irrelevant yeah
1: but um i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go as far as hard and say that Giannis is unskilled like Giannis does have some skill there are some things in his game that he does that there's some smaller people could incorporate in their game like he's mastered the gather steps and the euros and all that stuff that is a skill in itself like he does mm-hmm. have really good footwork um but far as it's just it's kind of hard to just say like when you bring up the example of if we're using Harden and Giannis, it's just like they're just on the opposite side of the spectrum. So mm-hmm. it's, it's glaringly obvious. But like if I'm going to line up Giannis against the other seven footers, like you were saying, like Rudy Gobert or any other seven footers, who no other seven footer that can run like him or move like him.
2: Right. But He's the thing is
1: demolish people. But the mm-hmm. thing is, it's like, are we considering athletic ability a skill as far as like running, jumping or is that a skill or is that an athletic ability? Like, or is it the same thing? Like, let me know. I'm asking. I don't know.
0: So like I, I can bring this back down to one player and I talk about him a lot cuz I'm a huge fan but Derrick Rose Derrick Rose is both athletic and he had to get more skilled as his game built as the injuries started piling up right so was was he inefficient when he was an athletic scorer or is he, was he so which which was better old D Rose where he's an athletic
2: scorer or mm-hmm. now when he's a skilled scorer well, it depends. It depends on what you respect. Because the thing is, is that with D Rose is that, yes, he was great in that year. But if you look at his numbers now versus then, his numbers now are better than they ever were. They were better than his MVP season. So it's like he relied on his athleticism. And I think it made up for his lack of skill. Not that he was unskilled when I say that, but I mean, his he wasn't as skilled as he is now. So when I think about Giannis, is there room for Giannis to grow? Absolutely. And he's continued to grow. I'm right. not saying he's shooting threes at a clip, but he's becoming more skilled. You know, he's, he's what, 25, 26. So yeah. he's got a lot of time and a lot of room to grow. But
0: where was, where was James Harden in his career at the same age that Giannis is in his? when I mean, he was 25 and that was like his first year in Houston yeah. and
1: he was running it. So yeah. <laughs> no, but he was averaging 26.
2: He had six yeah. assists. I mean, yeah. Was he an MVP? He was an all-star. He should have been. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> what, about, what about the year before that? Where was he at? Uh, well he was six-man of the year? Oh, you're talking about OKC? That was 2012, and he was averaging 19. Yeah. And they were fresh off a of finals appearance.
0: So do you say he's just as skilled now as he was back then or more?
2: I, I t- Who, Harden? I mean, he's, yeah, yeah Harden obviously, obviously more skilled. skilled. Yeah. Okay, so is it
0: fair to make a comparison to him and Giannis right no, now? Because no, no. where's Giannis going to be six years from now?
2: We
1: don't know. But uh, I don't think that's fair just because if we go off of the trajectory of how what their play style is, Giannis shows no flash. Like, that's not...
0: I mean, but we don't know. This man was. I mean, if Giannis, James Harden went from six man of the year to MVP in three seasons, four seasons, but but that's yeah. that was more so the case of him getting more minutes, becoming the guy. Mm-hmm. Like
1: he already had that,
0: he right? Just but wasn't doing but it. he's built upon that, and I'm I'm saying that with Giannis is Giannis understands that he's weak at the three point line. He knows, so he's going to build off of that. I'm not saying he's ever going to be Steph Curry from the three point land, but if if he can develop a decent shot. Mm-hmm. Are we having the same conversation a year, two years, three years from now? I just think, I don't think it's fair to say James Harden is way more skilled than Giannis mm-hmm. is, considering Giannis has only been in the league for three seasons, four seasons. And it's still longer than that. So,
2: like, so what's what's Giannis's ceiling? What's his ceiling? There's only like, there's LeBron one person. James? No, that, 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 to me that's not the same. They're not the same. Mm was who, who, your said, example? He said LeBron. I said LeBron. No, is, is that his ceiling? What? Who's
0: who, what's is, his ceiling? There's no. There's
1: there isn't. There's a, nobody Giannis. that's ever there's played no like, played like Giannis.
0: Yeah, Giannis is is,
2: is, is unique. Mm-hmm. So okay, so James, what's his ceiling? James is already pretty much yeah, at James his. James is. His so race. we're talking about two perennial players, two generational talents who are playing the game in ways that we've never really seen. Like Giannis, well, there's a lot of Shaq comparisons because of his. Well, his, who's
0: better, Shaq or Kobe? That's who's tough. better. Who's more dominant? Like, what do you? Guys yeah, no, no, I'm not saying. So who's more skilled? Kobe, why yeah, landslide? Yeah, why? Because he's got better footwork. He can shoot the ball all around.
2: Yeah, all I mean Shaq right. he was just, more just skilled. Than Shaq, what but, he Shaq, did, but Shaq was more skilled. Like than Shaq had footwork. Like Shaq, Shaq knew what but he was that's doing. That's what I'm saying. Like, Shaq, he wasn't just done. There's a
0: reason that Shaq was. It wasn't just because Shaq was bigger than everybody else. Yeah, Shaq had a great footwork. Yeah. He had great post moves. He knew how to. Th- he knew how to dunk. He knew how to hook. He knew how to rebound. He knew how to block. He knew mm-hmm. how to track the ball in the air to block. So it's like, I find it. I find the nuances. Of playing a big aren't as flashy as the skill of pl- of being small. Mm-hmm. So being a guard and having a guard skill set, it's kind of unfair to, to put that up against a guy who plays like a four or five because their skill set is going to be so much more nuanced. Because you don't understand that like, this one footwork, this this one pivot move, mm-hmm. it makes me good or not good. Well, I mean at the center spot versus there's a lot more room for effort. As, I get I get what you're saying there. Guard. I get what you're saying
1: there, but there has been so many like. Insanely skilled big guys that like I have someone to like line him up with. Mm -hmm. Like we've seen Kareem be stupid skilled. We've seen Hakeem be stupid skilled. Like there's some there are centers who have like the skill you could say or the nuance of the game of guards. Yeah. So it's like I can say like Giannis doesn't have that. Like he's he's a board when he dribbles. He's stiff. Yeah. There's certain things in his game that like it's glaringly obvious. Right. He sees that too.
0: Like I'm sure he does. But so you're saying that James Harden's the best shooting guard of all time? I'm saying he might be the one of the most skilled ever. But I'm just saying there's a guy that was 23 from Chicago that might disagree with you.
1: Oh, no. You see but I'm I'm just,
0: but uh, there's always a guy. There's yeah. always, well, there's always a guy, better. But, but, yeah.
1: but I'm saying, like, we, we, I can't use that for Giannis and say that, like, well, just because he plays a different position, like, it's not nuanced. No, like, there's guys who've done it very nuanced. He's not there. But, I mean, I could argue that he's not even the most important player on that team. But we'll do that later. I mean, right now, gun to your head, who are you taking? Between Giannis and Harden? Harden. Giannis. Harden. Harden. I think in
0: the... Well, Stop thinking about scoring, boys. Think about defense not, not, for well, once not in your that. life. Like, think I'm, about defense.
1: See, the, 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 thing about, the thing
2: that's funny about okay, that... Okay, who, do you, is that, is that, yeah, who honest, do you think is a better defender? Yeah, who do you think is a better defender? Okay, so numbers got here. <laughs> Talk to him Per 100 possessions. what do you think... Uh, who has the better defensive rating? Hold on, let me get, let me get these stats <laughs> up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Per 100 uh-huh. No first take
1: takes on here, baby. Let's pull up the numbers. <laughs> oh, he's a numbers guy now. Oh. This is the first time I've ever seen Cliff be a numbers guy. Now, I mean, well, while you guys are looking that up, it's funny because like Giannis in the All-Star game was like, yeah, we're just trying
2: to like go at whoever was guarding hard and no one's scored on hard in the whole game. Okay. So per 100 possessions, Giannis defensive rating 96, James Harden, 109 okay. per, per 100 possessions.
0: You just made my point. The lower the number for defensive rating, the better. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but that's not like a cliff. And I go, see, like, I'm not trying to knock one guy to take the other guy. I'm just saying that Giannis, in my opinion, is better at this than Harden is. I'm not saying Harden's bad at it. I'm just saying that Giannis is better. So, Giannis is actually number one in the league in defensive rating right now. So, I'll take his 29.6 points a game Mm -hmm. and his number one on the defensive side of the ball every time. James Harden isn't even in the top 30. So, For me, it's, you know, yes. Do you appreciate what James Harden can do? Yes. But mm-hmm. again, we always talk about offense because that's where the NBA is right now. Right. The NBA is all predicated on offense. Yeah. So the teams that have actually good defense are usually pretty successful because nobody else is worried about the defensive
2: side of the ball. Yeah. His offensive rating is 121. Who, who? Uh James Harden. Oh, James. Giannis is at 116. 116. Yeah. Yeah. So hundred.
0: there's a huge gap in defensive rating and not a huge gap in offensive rating. Mm.
1: I think it'll be, it'll be funny to see how it kind of plays out the rest of the season. I would love to see a Houston and Milwaukee final series. Cause there is a little, it's like an odd beef mm-hmm. between them. Like it's not like direct, but it's, it's direct, but it's not like it. I understand it. Cause I I think Harden feels like he got cheated out of the MVP last year. But like I was saying last, like maybe it was the last episode of the episode before that you guys are listening. Um, the only thing that scares me with Giannis is as good of a talent as he is as a seven foot man who can move how most other human beings cannot. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have guys who are basketball players who rely on simply their athleticism to create most of their opportunities, in the playoffs, that usually falls on its face. And I I get scared because there's some teams in the East that are sound enough defensively, like Miami, like you pointed out earlier, mm-hmm. who can make him struggle because he's lacking Skill in other areas that are right. going to force him to utilize his actual basketball acumen rather than his athleticism.
0: And they have a big enough guy that's mobile enough, and bam, to exactly. Beat. So like yeah. Robert Covington will actually give him a lot of struggles. Exactly.
1: There's a there's there's a few people who they might there might not yeah. be the same athletes on his level, but through basketball IQ and just being hoopers, like they're going to make it tough for him to just you know this isn't 2K. You can't just run down the lane every time dump the ball. Regular season, yeah, it looks good, but yeah. when the game slows down, he's not the to to answer for that a little bit.
2: It's going to be interesting for sure. Uh, when do they play again?
1: Uh, I want to say it's maybe at the end of this month, end of March. Wednesday, March 25th. All right. Stay, stay tuned. Tired. Mark that on the calendar. Get your popcorn ready. Yeah. Facts. Mark that. And so, all right. So, guys, moving to the other side of the tracks. Well, actually, we're not. We're going to stay in the east. Um, some big news dropped. This Was it the beginning of this week or the week before? Yeah, I think so. Um, so, Ben Simmons is going through a little odd injury that we can't really narrow down what it is yet, but he's dealing with his back. And uh, as I think the Sixers reported that he's just, he has no timeline currently for his return. And so it's basically going to be beat against the world with whoever else Philly has. Well, I'm sorry. They have more players too. Y'all know <laughs> how I feel about the Sixers. I'm sorry. Tobias Harrison making 200 million. Uh, never mind. Never mind, never mind excuse me. But yeah, let's, so how far do y'all think the Sixers are going to go
2: without Ben Simmons? Well, it's the East. So they'll be fine. I mean, yeah, y'all right. know how I feel about the East. Yeah, gotcha. But in terms of like how far they can go, I mean, it, it, here's the thing about Ben and, and Joel it's like, They don't necessarily need each other, but obviously, I would want them both on the same squad. Obviously, I think that's what makes them contenders is that you have that uh, one-two punch, so to speak, kind of in the same way. I know it's kind of a bad example because obviously Kobe was a shooter, but kind of in the same way that you have with Kobe and and, and Shaq, except Shaq would be the shooter in the situation. Trippy. But uh, <laughs> but um, maybe the worst comparison of all time. Yeah, yeah but, like, eh. but but what I'm trying to say is that they they just they complement one another. Yeah, they're so but diam. They, they have like <laughs> what I'm saying is that their play styles are so diametrically different. I don't agree. I'm just trying to help you know. Out. Oh yeah, no, nah, we're trying to help them out too. <laughs> no, nah, but but I mean, would you guys not say that their play styles are obviously not the same? You know, I mean, well, y'all know that I don't want them on the same team together. Period. Okay, yeah, but what I'm saying is that I think they work because what they both do. Like it is different, you know, and I think that's why, you know, when you game plan against the Sixers, like you can't just game plan against Joel or you can't just game plan against Ben. you got to game plan both. Now, with just Joel being in there, I mean, I think I think they'll do fine. I mean, the, the real problem is, is it, no, I think they'll do fine because then, you know, you can bring in Al Horford to actually play uh, good minutes while Joel's out. Um, I think I, to, I think Tobias Harris has. You know more space he to do what he, he needs potential. to do. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that they're gonna work well. Like I think Joel is gonna work well with that squad. You know, are they contenders? No. But I mean, obviously you need Ben Simmons, but they'll be fine.
0: Well, here's the thing: is that they're a the sixth seed right now, and they're ten games ahead of the Magic. Yeah. They're not definitely. losing that spot. Mm-hmm. No. So my question is: just because we have this kind of open-ended timeline with Ben Simmons right now, is is he gonna be ready? Play in the playoffs. The playoffs are a month and a half away, guys. Yeah, it's coming think up. Think about that. So, in a month and a half, if they're giving this man an in kind of just an open ended timeline, is he going to be ready to hoop and hoop at a playoff level? So, I'm not yeah, saying as how far they're going to make the playoffs. Like at this point, it would be almost yeah. impossible for them to slip out of the playoffs.
2: No, it's, it's guaranteed. Yeah. But
0: when it comes down to it, if he's not up to 100%, is there first round, do get knocked out first round again?
1: Oh, they're gonna get first rounder for sure. If Ben Simmons isn't playing. They're gonna get first rounded.
0: I mean, right now they play the Celtics. Yes, yeah, they're yeah. going home. Bye yeah. bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So uh, my thing with it is that Embiid, uh, Embiid is good. You know, Embiid's great. He's an all star for a reason. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons probably, you know, probably one of the better talents that we've seen as far as all around uh, IQ basketball right. IQ since LeBron James. However. Like you say, when they're on the same team, they kind of hinder each other, Cliff. But kinda even when they're nice. by themselves, but even when they're by themselves, they then they're not enough. They're not enough to keep the motor going. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're in a, kind of that catch twenty two where it's like, do we trade and beat or do we trade and Simmons to to open up some things? But the problem is, is that one of those guys is not going to be enough. Well, see the Sixers. Yeah,
1: you're right. You're absolutely right. They are they are in a catch twenty two and. Being that they, there are, the deadline has passed, so there's no, obviously, that's done.
0: what right, I'm saying, right like, next year. No, for I the got future, you. for the future. But
1: speaking to what's currently on their roster right now, uh, well, spoiler alert, Embiid's already hurt, which should be no no surprise.
0: But they get the two most injury-prone All-Stars probably ever on the same team. I mean, like,
1: I really feel bad for Embiid sometimes. I really do. But the way that that roster is built, and this is, you know, shout out to Elton Brand. I don't know what he was, what his direction was here, but the way that that team is built, if one of their stars does go down, the only way that they'll maintain even playing to me at a team that looks like they should be playoff level is with Bentham still being in and Embiid being out. Now, vice versa, this isn't this isn't a knock on Embiid. Let me clear that up first. But if Embiid is the one that's remaining out of the, if one of them gets hurt, if Embiid is the one that has to carry the team, that team, in fairness to him, is not built for him to play with those guys. They don't have enough shooters. It's not enough spacing for him but to actually just,
0: flourish. But not just that, but he's not he's not the guy who holds the ball, takes the ball up court every single time. Exactly. So plays have to be drawn up for Embiid. Embiid's not. I mean, like he can, but like he's not the guy that's gonna iso somebody at the baseline and get you a bucket. Yeah, no, Versus, he's, he's going to be what, limited. That's what Ben does. Yeah, he's, he's so. going to be
2: limited. He just he can't do it on his own. I don't think. And and it's like Cliff said. You know, it's absolutely right. He's not going to have enough. And the personnel that's currently around him is not sufficient.
1: Yeah, the team to me that team is low key very poorly built. I mean, it, it has the name well, talent, but
0: haven't haven't they been poorly built for years? How many first round picks do they spend on centers in a row? Yeah. No, I mean, actually,
1: in to, shout out to that era because they they did the right thing. I mean, of course, I mean you might have a you know a, a problem with it if you want to win games, but like from <laughs> what they want to do, <laughs> but they did no, the but right no, thing. no, no, they did the right thing. Like within with what within four years they got Embiid, Simmons, what Okafer, and was it Nerlens Noel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, two of those guys are all NBA. So it's like.
0: No, I'm not disagreeing with you, but the thing is, is that you lowered their trade stock. So, two of those guys you traded away for peanuts because they they knew you weren't going to keep them. Yeah. It's yeah. like you're you're they're trading away, you know, Nerlens Noel and Okafor because they know that you have not Embiid coming back. They know that you're they don't they don't need these two guys. Yeah. So, trust it, the process. A a long str- process. It's
2: just Bad a it had a lot of strategic issues. I mean, yes. they released really two do. for five. I mean. Markel, Okafor. Yeah, but imagine though. had they actually drafted
0: five. people that they were gonna use yeah. instead of people yeah. that they were gonna trade.
1: Yeah. I mean hindsight's 2020. 20, like imagine if they took Jason Tatum instead yeah. of Mark. No, I, I agree. Same with, with the you. Lakers. Like, I mean you can say it for everybody though. I yeah. agree with you, but yeah, when you slept have, on when you
0: have like Okafor, and then like you go out and you're like, you know what? We should draft Nerlens Noel. Right there, somebody should have been like, you know, we <laughs> turn <him> out uh <laughs> pause. Uh why don't why don't we figure out what we're gonna do with this? Or actually, how about we draft somebody who doesn't play in the front court? Can we please do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm dying. <laughs> I, we, you know what? <laughs> strategy's always been odd. It's been very odd. But I mean, but it's that's kind of what yeah. they, they're kind of pigeonholed themselves into where yeah. they're at now. That's yeah. kind of it's adding to your point, Cliff.
1: No, you know you're right. You're right. So and unfortunately for them, Mark Hill didn't work out. But so I think if Mark Hill does work out, I think he would mask some mm-hmm. of these well, glaring Mar- issues. Mark
0: I'm not gonna say he's as good as Ben Simmons by any means. But they, their range is the same, Well, currently, yes, yeah. currently their range is the same.
2: Markel is has to get
0: to the rack to score. It's very unfortunate.
1: I mean, I didn't and know
2: I, I don't know what they were trying to do though, because why are you drafting why are you drafting Markel if you do have Ben? Like I, I don't. because, well, did you watch Markello? I don't understand that. Yeah, no, I saw Mark, but they were but drafting like,
1: Markel to literally be the guy on the wing that's getting buckets. They need a scoring guard. Because yeah. Ben Simmons isn't a scoring because he plays the guard position, but he's not really a guard. Point forward. They want yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. wanted like Marquette was supposed to be like well But
2: Marquette was, was was a point guard in college though, right?
1: Point guard, shooting guard. He was a bucket getter. Go get the go score the ball. Okay. And
2: so that was what that was their vision
1: for him. And even in the um in the summer league when he first got drafted, yeah. before yeah. the arm and all that stuff happened. Like he looked really like and it would be very they,
0: hard to defend them with an elite yeah,
1: talent yeah. on
0: the outside. And then they wrecked his jump shot.
2: Yeah. We'll Press wait for system. the 30 for 30 on that one. Still. I mean, but but like was not Jason Tatum seen as an elite talent on the outside? Yeah, I don't know. You know, and you could have I mean, it was hindsight, this is hindsight. this is hindsight, no, yeah. no, all, I mean, this is hindsight. We all we all live in the future now yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no it's true. Cuz
1: yeah. in in their defense, Markel was dominant at Washington. Yeah, yeah projected I don't number disagree one. with the yeah.
0: Markel thing because that was just a miss pick. In all mm-hmm. reality, that was just a miss pick. Yeah. But as far as you picking cuz at the time, Ben Simmons, they weren't looking at him as a point guard. They mm-hmm. were looking at him as a power uh, power forward. So they're looking at him as a four. Small forward? Yeah.
1: He's power a power, power forward. He's no, a point he plays forward. A four.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, like, I think he, you know, it transitioned once they realized how really good he was when he came back from injury after his rookie season. Mm-hmm. But they, in, in four years, they drafted four front court players. And, like, only two of those guys are playing at a time, boss. And they're all first round picks. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Can we get some some movement? So, like, I agree with the Markel Fultz pick because you thought he was going to be the beast that you needed to to spread the mm-hmm. ball around a little bit better. Yeah. But, again, you pigeonhole yourself into this decision because now you have four first-round picks who want to be paid like first-round picks, who want minutes like first-round picks, yeah. who want the attention like first-round picks, all sitting on the bench. Two of them are injured, and the other two are... You're shipping out. Yeah. So, I don't know, man, I don't... Well, I Ooh, think it's well, tough that like that scenario you just put out, which is
1: you know their reality. That's why I think Elton Brand came in trying to make you know super quick but tough decisions. That's why he tried to go out and land. Well, he went out. He didn't try. He succeeded and landed Tobias Harris, who at the time was playing very well. And Tobias Harris is really good. He's just also, in my opinion, a bad fit for their system. But I understand why he decided. Like we need a perimeter threat that can shoot the ball, get his own shot. Like that makes a lot of sense. And so um, I get I get what they're trying to do. But unfortunately, there's there's been so many other misses and there's so many other holes that they have to fill in order for this team to reach their full potential. Mm-hmm. So I, I almost to the point now. I know I talk about the Sixers a lot and I really hound them, but like I'm more so upset at them for the way that they built this roster, where we can't even see the full potential of how good Embiid is and how good Ben Simmons is because they're being hindered by management. But mm. uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I I, I can understand kind of where you're coming from. You know outside of your uh elton brand <laughs> hate <laughs> um, i mean El- i, I mean, mean i'm not yeah. saying it's not justified but you know um we i get think some, he we made get some sixer fans on here that's how <laughs> you know they feel about elton brand no I, I i think he made the best decisions um given you know his circumstances like we all said you know hindsight is 2020 20, but i don't like, know this, defense, the Sixers are capped man like they're to, never in his
1: defense to you know tip the hat to him he did get what uh a jump shot, a corner three, fade away to almost going to a finals. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, they some were, they were he made almost the right there.
2: They were almost there for almost. sure. But the Sixers, man, or uh, so their ceilings capped. And, and they're, I feel like their window, it's closing. I don't think it's closing, but they have to make some decisions. They got to make some hard decisions. Yeah. yeah. All
1: right. So, let's go to some other teams that got some, uh, let's not call it decisions to make, but they've made the right decisions. Let's mm. talk about Memphis and New Orleans. Okay. Okay. Those two rookies. Those yeah. two dumb two guys. Yeah. So, we got Ja Morant and like Zion. That. So, y'all tell me how y'all feel right now. What's, what's, how is y'all, what's y'all, which y'all ranking going right now? How do you feel? Who's, if you had, if the league stopped today, so it was the ending of the season, who's rookie of the year? Oh, Ja. 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 It's no not question. Close. Thank you.
0: It's not close. No question. No Zion, disrespect to Zion. No, Zion's definitely making a splash. He has games, you know, these last, what, 10 games or seven games. He's averaging like 30 points a game. Definitely, definitely an efficient scorer a huge huge uptick for the pelicans but he's only been here for like 7 8 games so let's look at ja who has performed at a very high level all season long been ultra consistent his team currently sits in the 8th seed in the west so i mean it's got to be ja hands down
2: i agree with you and i understand kind of the recency bias you know everyone's seeing zion and he's phenomenal he he truly is he's nothing short of it but what John Morant has been doing continues to do. Um, his numbers are scary. Uh, I mean, they're scary good. Yeah, so far averaging something like seventeen points per game, seven assists, uh, shooting about forty-eight percent from the field, about give or take forty percent from three. So his numbers are really, really good. And Zion's numbers are great too for the past like what you said, like eight nine games. But yeah, you know he's been doing it, and I think that that deserves some credit. You know, talent wise, I think they're both in terms of talent. Phenomenal.
0: Uh, it, to me, it always comes back down to Zion's been that they're trying to make Zion the face of the league, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they're not. Oh, that's kind of wrong way of putting it. No, I, the I think that's are right. Face of the league, but you can see the transition that they're trying to make right now. Yeah. So they're going to overhype Zion and his. And I, I don't even know if I could say it's quote unquote overhype, but it's they are definitely focusing more on what Zion's been doing and he's definitely taking the headlines.
2: They're definitely pushing it. Yeah. Yes. Like every time he breathes like Zion breathed today. Exactly.
0: And
1: that's like my bigger issue with um, the way that sports media is now being covered now, like nowadays. Um, I mean, on on a grander scale, like this is already, we can, we're seeing it now, but it's been happening for years. Mm -hmm. Like even for seasons in the past, not to, not to stay on the hardened thing, but like, they are they pushed Giannis last season because they wanted an MVP who's European, he's from overseas, global, it's impacting more people. Mm-hmm. And so, but like, but once you like see that, it's kind of hard for them like, to miss it later. Like, they keep doing it. Like, Ja has been balling out consistently like this entire season. And this is no disrespect to Zion because Zion is killing it, like going crazy. Like, he's doing way better than I anticipated he would right now, like for sure. already. Like, he looks really, really Agreed. good, yeah. Agreed. And that, like, I'm impressed, unfortunately. Since Ja doesn't have the same cachet or I guess sellability that Zion has, just because he's a number one pick already, that like you can see like slowly through the first ten games that he's played, like all of a sudden like we don't hear anything about Ja anymore. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ja blew the Lakers out a couple days ago and had twenty eight points and fourteen assists, but like now nah, it doesn't matter because oh Zion had twenty five ten on the Lakers, so it's like can we like at least be less obvious? Like yeah, I, yeah. I get what we're trying to do, but like let's 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 level that playing field. Like, no, let's it's eat, a media like, flex. The bias sure. is so crazy in the media; like it's annoying. It's it's I a think, media flex. I think
0: part of it also is just because we haven't seen anything like Zion probably ever. Like people say since LeBron, but probably ever. Like he's the second heaviest person in the league right now.
2: Oh, in terms of just his and just, athleticism. And just, yeah. yeah, of his weight. He's yeah. the second heaviest person. Probably in athleticism wise, yeah. And I, athleticism. Right there I mean with he just
0: so like nobody's gonna stop him by putting up you can't put a body on that guy because he's bigger than you. He's stronger than you. He's heavier than you. Oh, and by the way, he can put his chin on the rim.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's like, how I'm dunk over coups with ease. Yeah. All and right. get
0: through coups with yeah. ease. Yeah. That's the part that the thing. So it's like that was bad. I don't want to, uh, you know, I, I agree with the bias 100%. The media bias is crazy right now, but at the same time, he's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause, cause he is doing things that people cannot do. Yeah. So what is Jaw really good at? He's really good at doing things, making things look easy. Mm hmm but not necessarily things that other people can't do.
2: Oh, We're so not going to yeah.
1: discredit yeah. his balance. He get up. Oh yeah. Oh, sure. ja yeah. i does some stuff. That I ain't, from a rookie, like his composure. I'd love to oh, see John. Ja ja he's, he's impressive. He's been
0: very impressive this year. Yeah. Absolutely. Jaw, you jaw hit the floor like a veteran. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh yeah. And
0: I, and you can't take that away from him, but I'm just saying, as far as like, if you go YouTube search something, what do you want to see? You want to see a dunk contest. You want to see somebody jump over somebody else yeah. in the middle of the game. Yeah. Like, you don't want to see a three point shootout. Well, like, and I it's think not
2: that, as fun. I think part of the media bias too, because it's like Jaw has been talked about like since high school. Like we have not, or, or not Jaw, excuse me, Zion. Like we have not stopped talking about Zion since ever. Yeah. Like since we saw him in high school, we're like, oh man, I can't wait to see where this kid goes to college. And then he's a dude, man, can't wait to see him come to the league. So he's been hyped forever. Like Ja yeah. was hyped. You know, like, like last not, literally
1: year. not until like March Madness. Yeah. People finally
2: catch on to. How yeah. And people are like, yeah. yo, like this kid is who is this kid? This kid is something yeah. else. You know, myself included. And I'm, then you know, instantly it was, well, he's kind of small. Like you yeah. instantly started knocking him. Exactly. Yeah. And yet look at what, like seeing his games this season, like I saw him, um, it was, uh, well, you know, obviously when Kyrie was healthy, but they played that game against the Nets and he's one-on-one against Kyrie. Kyrie's about to hit that game winner blocks Kyrie they end up going in mm-hmm. O team when and winning that game I mean he's he's making clutch moves clutch decisions clutch shots that that yeah that you like you said with a veteran presence yeah that's impressive
0: it's like Cliff said he's a hooper
2: yeah he's a
1: hooper. he is and I, I love that he's in Memphis that great and grind city I think he's really about that I, th- I think he has that Westbrook mentality a little bit mm-hmm. whereas like he means what he says and like I'm, I'm yeah. just about mine he's a little and nicer so, <laughs> boy, boy. He's a little nice. He's, you know, when you're a rookie, you kind of you can't. I mean, you can say what you want, but he's out here complimenting Russ, and Russ time is time. like, I, I don't, don't care. So I like, appreciate <laughs> like
0: how he like had an interview the other day and said that he dedicated his game to the guy on Twitter who said he lost uh-huh. the fire in yeah. his eyes. Yeah. Like he doesn't need motivation, but he appreciates the the heat that he's getting. Exactly. he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. And honestly, in my opinion, he should play with that chip in his shoulder his entire career because and he will because Everybody right now, like, if he was at home right now and he turned on ESPN, what's he going to see? He's going to see Zion. He's going to see Zion. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, rookie of the year, question mark? Him or Ja? And Ja is going to be like, bro, I've been out here (laughs) for like 60
2: games. I've been doing this.
0: Balling. Yeah. And y'all are going to disrespect me by saying this guy who's played literally one fifth of the time that I've played. Exactly. Is going to just come take this award from me. And it would be a disgrace from the NBA to do that.
1: I mean... I already have a feeling how it's going to play out in the yeah. end. They're going to because they're both. I think them. It's the Grizzlies, the Pelicans, and the Blazers, Blazers. are fighting for the seed, which that's another thing. I don't think the Blazers make the playoffs this year. But <laughs> anyways, we, we'll we'll talk about that later. But I think that they're going to yeah. make it come down that rookie of the year award, which shouldn't come down to that. They're going to make it come down to who gets that seed if that's how it plays out as we go further and closer. Then to the Portland playoffs. will make it. You know, it's funny. Be,
2: then it'll be funny. You know and I funny? would hope that Portland make up, so would make it. I completely disagree. You don't so think I, No, I think I think Ja, I think they are gonna get the eighth seed. I think that they are gonna go to the playoffs, and I think Zion is still gonna get it. I think he's still gonna get it? Regardless. Absolutely. I mean, that would Pelicans, be disgraceful, the man. The
0: Pelicans are three and a half games behind the Grizzlies right now. So yeah. on, I don't think they're on pace to out play them by three mm. and a half games
2: by the end of the season yeah that's a lot of times time. I mean, time. happen. yeah. my you thing know. is it's like look at what jaw's doing and you know yes memphis has a great team don't get me wrong but at the same point in time do they have an all-star
1: well, pelicans uh, yeah. had an all-star
2: um, in, in brandon ingram.
1: ingram was an all-star yeah
2: you know so it's like zion you know and lonzo you know Let's Lonzo's- not pretend like Lonzo has not been balling out of yeah. his mind this year. Yes, sir. You know, so like and Drew is ha- a
1: Drew is a max player.
2: <laughs> 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 no, but Drew Holiday yeah. is really yeah. good. No, he's, no. He's- and he's super good. Like, yeah. like, let's not pretend like they don't have a good squad, you know, and John Morant comes in here day one. Never been here before. First day on the job. Balling. Yeah. So but, let's not you know, discredit that. Skate Bayless don't care about that. That's <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> drip Bayless to you. Oh, my bad. Drip but Bayless, um, I but no, that. I just, I, I feel like that's that's that whole bias thing because uh, look at um, Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons. I feel yeah. like that's the same thing. Yeah, I agree. Well, every Sixer fan will tell you that Ben should have got it. And then I'll nah, tell you that he should have gotten, gotten it. No question. The year before when ab- he was actually a rookie. <laughs>
1: yeah. The year when he was actually yeah. a rookie, sure. Sure. But he's not a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. You're not Disrespect. a rookie.
0: It's your second year in the league. You were injured your whole in first year. No, sorry, exactly. you miss out on that you were there for practices. We are we're not saying we're not
1: saying that Donovan Mitchell is better than Ben Simmons. No. Please, no. Sixer fans. I hate no. when y'all do that. I'm saying that in the rookie season, the actual rookie should have won the award. Yeah, what Sixers do fans don't at us. <laughs> we're just saying
2: please, no, please
0: at us. <laughs> well, I do that, but I'll take that heat. But I will correct you and be like, uh, what season was Ben? Simmons in it. oh his second season <laughs> right that's so what's rookie season mean again? I, I will f- google it and post a picture of what rookie
2: means bro Donovan Mitchell with that hoodie with the hoodie I bro with I have that. one of those shirts
0: I bought one of those shirts definition I was so of a rookie I'm a huge Donovan Mitchell fan yeah he's he like got baby robbed. Dwayne Wade
1: yeah he got robbed all right fellas well let's move over to the gridiron all right so Tony this past weekend the XFL Saturday and Sunday. Tell me like what's going on. Like how are you feeling about it? Like do you think this is for real? Is I'm legit? still
0: I'm still watching, man. And and be honest with you, I think a lot of people are still watching. I saw a stat uh the other day that the XFL has yet to drop underneath a million viewers for any game. And they That's just impressive. They just completed week four. Wow. Yeah. So people are watching, man. I'm not the only one out here watching it. Now I will say this I don't watch it with the same intent that I watch the nfl with mm-hmm. i'm not gonna play fantasy xfl next
2: year <laughs> yeah, unless no. somebody invites me you know i so, got my boy from the vipers <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I would i would literally just auto pick and just hope for the best <laughs> but it's to me it, it shows that it shows two things to me it shows that there is a there is a need and a hunger for football every football fan knows that mm-hmm. nothing's worse than watching the super bowl and going I uh, guess Ooh. I'll gotta wait seven months. For more <laughs> like, that gap is serious. And number two, which is something I appreciate, they didn't go after being a twin of the NFL. And we've talked about that already, but that keeps things even more interesting. So it's not like you're watching like a, a G League or a minor league game. Mm-hmm. You are watching just a different brand, a different kind of football, a kind of football that's played a little bit differently. So it keeps you glued to the screen because you're like, OK, are they going to go for it on fourth down again because this, you know, because the rules are different or are they, you know, they had their first kick return uh, for a touchdown the other day. And to be honest with you, it was extremely entertaining because they their blocking rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where people are glued to the TV for the XFL. Now they're not getting the following. The NFL is, but NFL just finished their hundred season.
2: Yeah. Let's give it so, some time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. It's like, they're creating their own lane, so to speak, is what it feels like. Because when it first came out, I did think I'm like, okay, well, this is just going to be like what the big three is to the NBA, you know, like, or what the G league is. Right. And like, then right. just in terms of talent, like if you ever see like a two-way player, like, like Taco Fall, like Taco Fall's a two-way player. Yeah. So you know, he's like does nothing with the Celtics. And then he goes on to that G league squad and he's like, taco fall had 20 points and 10 blocks and 18 rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Dominates dominating. Right. So there's this whole talent question between those two leagues with the XFL. And again, I, I haven't sat down to watch the entire thing, but I you have still seen. Still
0: haven't watched the game?
2: Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I just, I can't, you Yikes. know, with my schedule and the way things are working out and the way, uh you know. What? <laughs> is yeah, that the same schedule during the uh, <laughs> football season? Like the NFL yeah, season? Yeah. No, no. NFL season, I always make time for that. But okay. <laughs> 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 <fair>. <laughs> no, I ain't trying to disrespect the XFL. But with the highlights and stuff that I have seen, um, it is fun. Uh, and I think that they are paving their own way and creating their own thing. And to that, much respect.
1: Creativity prevails. It always does. And I love the fact, like what you said earlier, that they are creating a brand that is not the NFL. It is the XFL. And they're making that known. And that is what I think is going to help them prevail and last a lot longer than, you know, the, the ventures beforehand. And you know, with the rule changes, it's just, like it's just the fact that we know it's a different product and we're still willing to put time into it, that's enough selling point for me to already know that it'll be here for a while. But one thing the XFL has helped me to appreciate is that man, the quarterback position is so important and there's so few good quarterbacks <laughs> my god and it just it, like it makes the appreciation for NFL like, a bad NFL quarterback would probably murder the XFL
2: but you can see cuz you see Cardale Jones balling is that No because I see Matt <laughs> McGloin like he's horrendous like bro or landry Jones out here Matt, Matt McGloin like, just just I like, Matt McGloin is a starter like no disrespect to Matt McGloin like
1: these guys have all well, some of these guys have had NFL roster spots for yeah, yeah, backups yeah. and third stringers for a reason but like now I, I, you can see the gap now between a backup and a third stringer from like a guy who's actually getting paid to run the show. Yeah.
0: And I, I definitely like going on but both y'all's points. So the gap in talent is, is a point both y'all just made. So I there definitely is a gap in talent. You can't say there's not a gap in talent. I jokingly told you guys off the air that I could play tight end for any one of these teams because there's not, you don't you, there's nobody that plays both, both a blocking tight end and a receiving tight yeah. end. Like you either, have, you bring in a different guy, like it's a whole other package. When you run, you bring in this tight end, he blocks. And then when you're on a passing downs, you bring in this tight end and he pe- catches passes. There's a huge talent gap
2: yeah,
0: and like everybody specializes. And and that's what happens when you have a less talented guy. No offense to these guys at all. You know, I appreciate what you do. I'm still watching. So there's a reason. Mm-hmm. But I think that gap gets narrowed as time goes by. Right, I do too. So the reason that they can't pay them enough as much as the NFL is because the NFL is this conglomerate of just the shield. Yeah, it's the shield. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the money, bro. Yeah. So the XFL. I don't think the XFL will ever overtake the NFL. No. But if they can at least truly compete, I
1: don't mm-hmm. think that's their goal.
0: No, I don't think it yeah, is I don't either. Think it's their goal. But if they can compete, so it's like, okay, do you want to play during the spring and summer, or do right. you want to play during the fall and winter? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally. If that literally becomes a question, it's not a paycheck question. Yeah. It's not a clout question. It's not. You it's know true. what I mean? Like, if that, if it truly becomes a question, to me, now we're talking, and I love it because it's almost like signing day for college, mm-hmm. where it's like you're gonna put on your XFL hat or are you can put on your NFL
2: hat <laughs> mm-hmm. for whichever draft you're gonna enter. I do like that though because it gives these other kids an option because there are kids who have gone to the to college, they've played their four years, and they'll never see a day in the NFL, and that sucks, but. The XFL opens up that opportunity.
0: And how many people, I mean, there's that guy, uh, forgive me for not remembering this guy's name, but he did become irrelevant as the season went on. But in the preseason, there was that guy that played for the Browns who was like homeless. Right, yeah. yeah, the, yeah, punt, yeah his whole the punt story. returner. punt yeah, returner yeah. ended up. Giuseppe something. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. And he ended up kick, you know, returning a punt for a touchdown, and he ended up getting cut and whatever, but it's like there's that talent out there. Yeah, mm. Untapped talent is out there right now. You know, I look at guys like like a Wes Welker. Like, I get that he was extremely talented in the systems he was in, but w- when he played for the Dolphins, yeah, nobody knew who he was. Like, he yeah. was their kick returner, he was their slot guy, but he wasn't like. And then he moved to uh, uh, the Broncos, mm-hmm. and then he moved to uh, the Patriots. Yeah. dominated. Yeah, because they used him in a way that he was effective. So mm-hmm. these guys who are just kind of getting thrown by the wayside, they are still talented. Yeah. There's it's talent out there.
2: out there to be used. It's out there, yeah. That's that's awesome. Because because again, what's what's the uh, uh, slogan for the XFL? I, I believe it's for the love of football, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah and that's yeah. what it is. It's like you guys. It's like you said, you know, there's a hunger for football, and I think they're doing it for the right reasons. It's not necessarily like you said to compete, but for love of football. Yeah,
1: yeah. And to your point earlier, you you, you shouted out the big three. Well, not shout it out, but uh, mentioning the big three is, is is very important to watch their growth, especially when considering the XFL. Because they are also taking up that space in between when the NBA season is done. But most importantly, as this is, I think this is, they're coming up on their fourth season of doing that or their third season. I can't remember which one. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's the fourth. The fourth season. The thing that to, to, uh, to note about that is the uh, the players who are competing in the big three now are not, they're not only looking at it as a chance to keep playing. Mm-hmm. But there's some guys who are, you know, buyout candidates that like Joe Johnson got a deal out of this last time. Like yeah. it's showing that I can still hoop. Like I still want to play. Or Showing out other guys who didn't get a shot, but like we're watching you play against mm-hmm. NBA talent who isn't far removed, yeah. And like, if you can work, like, all right, like we'll bring you in for a shot. So, like, that enough will be like something to get. Like, for the XFL, if it starts it to translate that way, it opens up the conversation, it opens up the conversation for me to look. At least I got tape, like, yeah. I'm shown, like, look, yeah. I'm on the field, yeah, against pro talent, against pro talent, or at least high level talent, regardless, yeah. whatever it is. And so, and for that, shout out to the XFL. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that everything's working out. Um, all right, fellas. Last weekend, we had the uh, NFL Combine. So it's draft season. Joe Burrow and Tua both didn't com- compete for, well, Joe didn't have to, honestly. He's going to go number one regardless. Tua, for obvious reasons, he's still recovering. Um, so, you know, Tiago, tell me, tell me about how we're feeling with it. Cause he, these are the projected top two quarterbacks that are going to go more than likely.
2: How are we feeling? But no, it's interesting cause um, I did see uh, lately in the latest like mock draft that they were actually putting, uh, well, Joe number one. Um, and then the next quarterback taken at 5 would be Justin uh, Herbert and then after that Tua at 6 with um the Chargers um the fact that he even dropped there again was just another disrespect because in uh, in, in you know my respect for Joe Burrow has gone up quite a bit you know it, it, him at number 1 I'm okay with that but the Tua disrespect that's something that I'm not really for I mean I get it that the guy's injured but we're acting like we have not seen him play Great at Alabama. Like his college years were not good. Like he's not a mobile quarterback. Like he's not somebody who could uh, come out here and compete. Like he's not a franchise quarterback. I don't know that we could say that he's not.
1: I'm not mistaken. He's supposed to throw at his pro day. I'm not mistaken. He's supposed to at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm thinking he's supposed to throw at his pro day. He obviously didn't compete in the combine, but I mean, we don't know from from what we've been told. He should be at least relatively close to being healed by the time training camp comes. Will he play? Probably not. But he'll. He'll be on the field. I mean, to your point, I mean, I get it, but you know, injuries make everybody a little shaky around this time because a lot of these picks are, you know, people get fired off of potential because which you think might happen, and I mean, I, I get that, and so I mean, in in to Herbert's credit, he looked really good in the combine. Not that, that means anything, but he he showcased his abilities fairly well, I would say. And um, I don't know, I'm a I'm a Joe guy, I'm a Joe Burrow guy right now. I like I just I like him as a as a guy. He's confident, like I I need that my he looks like a quarterback I like Joe
0: Burrow one it's to me that's hands down it's not actually close uh no hmm. no disrespect to two okay. um, I
2: think it's closer than people think but I
0: think it comes back down to me where it's like quarterbacks coming out of Alabama are not
2: generally successful in the NFL period okay but ju- but just look at him though and I get like that. he's and not Jalen hurts well, no disrespect to him but, I love Jalen hurts yeah
0: Jalen hurts made leaps and bounds in the combine. Yeah, no, he did. I just don't think that system translates well to the NFL. I think Joe Burrow is one of those guys that he might not be optimized in every system, Mm -hmm. but he can at least perform in every system. Uh, You know, it's funny that you guys were talking about Tua going to the Chargers, because the latest mock draft I've seen, which mock drafts to me, people put a a lot of uh, stock in, and it's kind of just crazy. Yeah. But the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. It has him going at five to the Dolphins. I'm good with that. And I think that'd be, that'd be a great fit. It'd be a great fit, but it's going to very much limit his success just because the dolphins, in my opinion, are just kind of like how we talked it last week about organizations. Yeah. Mm. Organizations. So, and, and Joe's in that same predicament with the Bengals. Yeah, that's true. They did. They did. They're trying to franchise tag AJ
2: green. If he can stay healthy, It'd be interesting to see. Now, did you see that thing about Joe? About him saying that, hey, if I'm coming here, you guys need to keep AJ. Yeah. That's the part I think is crazy. Is that wow. they're already they're already asking him, like, as a veteran
0: franchise face of the franchise kind of yeah, guy like who we keeping? Like, who do you want to if and I
2: mean like hasn't even played a snap in the uniform.
0: Well, they wanted to ensure that he would play because somebody yeah. told him that he should pull an Eli.
2: Yeah. Exactly, and it's like so.
0: They said, "Okay, let's let's sweeten the deal even more." Right, keep AJ. Yeah. So, what do we need to do to keep you coming here and being excited about playing here? Yo, if AJ gets hurt again, that's gonna suck. They've got we literally like I think our first or second episode we talked about this. Yeah, they have pieces, pieces. They got (laughs) pieces, bro. (laughs) Like they have a decent run game. They need a
1: line, bro. He needs a line. Yeah, Yeah. they have no line, but they
0: have a decent run game. They've got two great wide receivers. I think Tyler Boyd's not, yeah, a, yeah. not a scrub. but the, Again, it,
2: potentially two great receivers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, Joe's mobile and he's accurate, but it's like you said before, man, like it doesn't matter how good you are at quarterback. If you're on your back. Yeah. It yeah. So there's going to yeah.
0: be, there's going to be some line issues there, but that's shoot. Half For the sure. NFL has line issues right yeah. now. I th- so. I think
2: they're both great. I just think that like, you know, this whole like, you know, how people are kind of saying what well, Joe is here. And then two is like down here. I think it's, one, I don't think it, that that's, I think it's more like one, a one B. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I feel,
0: but I definitely don't think Tua is as good as Joe, and I don't mean that. As, like again, that's not a. Dis- I'm not knocking one guy to lift the other guy up. Right. I'm just saying, like if one's great, the other one's slightly greater. Yeah, that's yeah. where You're I'm. Like at it's with
2: close, it. but I, if I have to pick, one, I'm picking this guy,
0: I, I would not even say it's close. And the re, but really? I'm not saying I feel it, like it's close. But Look at I, their I, numbers. Well, I, I don't. I don't. Not saying it won't. End, it won't end close. Got you. I'm okay. saying going in right now, if I have to draft a guy, it's Joe Burrow. Now close. Okay. Period. At the, in in five years, yeah, I think these two guys are battling. Okay, in ten years, they kind of that will be fun. That will be fun Lamar to see. Jackson, uh, Patrick Mahomes kind of mm-hmm. thing going on right now. Yeah, like that.
2: Yeah, like that. Insert Deshaun Watson kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, Deshaun Watson and and you know Russell Wilson, you can take all of those guys, those yeah. kind of young, kind of new age quarterback kind of guys, and I see that them kind of working their way into that dynamic eventually. Mm-hmm. But if you want me day one starter. Starting in September, Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I think I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna go slightly opposite of you guys on this. I mean, I I understand the franchise argument because the Bengals are terrible and Miami has been, been terrible for the most part for the last you know 15 years.
2: I love how nonchalantly you said that. No, but, they, but I mean, it's just, <laughs> look, it it, is, like it is yeah, what it is. Uh, like, they've it, been pretty bad. It, it is yeah, what it is. They're kind of terrible. I mean, yeah, the
1: Patriots uh, have won that division. What? <laughs> how? Like, they uh, always win But it's it. the Pats though. But no, but the point being, they haven't the been have, competitive. The Pats have the
0: easiest road. To <laughs> exactly, like their <laughs> yeah, division's
1: been do. god awful for years. Yeah. But um, I think that the Dolphins are actually further along than the Bengals are, and so if I had Agreed. to guess between Tua and well, let's let's just say that like, the draft does go this way Like Joe goes number one and Tua does go to Miami. I think that Tua will look more successful early on mm-hmm. than Joe. I think Joe's road's gonna be a lot longer than Tua's is. Because, I mean, the, uh, the the Dolphins franchise, the organization isn't the greatest, yes. Mm-hmm. But I think they have a really good head coach in Brian Flores. Yeah, they do. Uh, I can't say the same for the Bengals. I don't know how good Zach Tyler is. I don't know. And they haven't had a great history with coaches either. And, so I mean, he does have some more weapons. But, like, like I said, you know, Joe Mixon's a beast, but there's no line. So, I probably won't know how good he is until that gets fixed. So, I'm just saying, like, the... The timeline on them is going to be a little sporadic at first. And I think that two was going to look like the better quarterback initially. Mm-hmm. And I think as time goes on, I'm not saying it doesn't be bad. I'm just yeah. saying like, it's going to be like, well, Tua is looking
2: better, but I'm not even and going to, front Joe's gonna, what, who's the Bengals coach? Zach Tyler. I had no idea. <laughs> exactly. So, who is that dude? I mean, this is, only, this is
0: his
1: second year he's coming I
2: into It's like a Matt Rule hire. Who yeah. is that? Yeah. Who that dude.
0: When it comes down to it, in my opinion, it's all I mean, there's a reason these teams have top five picks. It's because exactly. they suck. Yeah. Like, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Like, these are the worst teams in the NFL. That's how you get a good pick. Woo, shout out to all the
2: fans listening.
0: So, <laughs> I, I would, I mean, would how many ask, Bengals fans are on the planet? Actually. Yeah, yeah, your organization yeah. is trash. Cincinnati as a whole is just like, eh, <laughs> we're just. Not, we're not, good. Not, <laughs> no, we're, not. we're good. So yeah. I have a quick question, like a totally unscripted, scripted off the cuff. Yeah. Who are you guys most excited to see in the NFL? I know you guys aren't big college
2: guys. Yeah. Most excited to see coming in. Yeah. Oh, for Ooh, me, it's Chase Young. Easy.
1: Uh, well, Chase is. Well, that's a good one. That's a yeah. good pick. I am excited Chase to see Young. Chase.
0: Chase Young. Yeah. Gross.
1: I'm excited to see Chase. Um. So I'm almost a thousand percent sure that the Cardinals are going to draft CD Lamb at number eight. And I'm very excited to see what he does as number one option with Kyler Murray. Okay, because I I think CD. Well, it's can go with one A one B with him and Jerry Judy. They're the But yeah, I want to no, see.
0: It's, it's not. Jerry really? Judy's nice. Jerry Judy's really? nice, bro. Jerry's feet is crazy. Yeah, but CD Lamb is. Like, like Jerry, in my opinion, like, he's the best pick. Since I, think Julio Jones. 1A, 1B. I think it's one A one B. I think it's one A one B. I'm talking. Yeah, I think so too. CD Lamb is going to be as good as Julio Jones is.
1: Wow. And he's going to look great in the Arizona red. So I'm very excited to see him. Bro. <laughs> what um, about
0: you, Tom? For me. I got two, so I just love defensive play because Mm -hmm. it's to me it's much harder. Yeah. Um. So Jeff Okuda, huge guy, huge cornerback out of Ohio State. Beautiful uh, feet. Beautiful feet. Probably some of the best footwork that I've seen in a long time in the combine. Like not period, but like in the combine. Like already his footwork is that great. Like oh my god, it's amazing. Um. Really good. Really physical. Can can battle for the ball in a jump ball like. He plugs directly in and immediately becomes a shutdown corner, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But the person that probably I would say is even, I'm more excited to see, I wouldn't say he's better, but I'm more excited to see, especially after the combine, is Isaiah Simmons from Clemson, outside yeah.
2: linebacker. Hmm. Okay. He he's, played
0: over 200 snaps at outside linebacker, 200 snaps at safety, over 100 snaps at corner. So this guy is one of those guys who, you know, he ran a you yeah. four four three, 4 I think. 4 9 Four three nine. Thank you. Four three nine. As an outside linebacker, jeez, six, six four three. or six something yeah. like that.
1: He's he's huge.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a truck, and on top of that, he can run really really fast, man. And he's dumb strong. Like I mean, he's just he's
2: all around athletic freak. Drop him in a coverage.
0: Problem is, is, last time we saw that was a guy by the name of Buddha Baker, beast. My guy. So mm-hmm. I want to see how it translates. Where okay. do you put him? you play him at safety as like a cam chancellor right. style or do you play him as like a linebacker and he's like a coverage linebacker kind of like a Quan alexander kind of feel to him or do you just let him play his nickel like a nickel corner and he just you don't change switch them out for nickel package he plays outside linebacker and nickel corner in that same package or in those yeah. two different well, packages to,
1: well, i'm curious to see how that works too because yeah, yeah. i don't know so that's what i'm saying i'm yeah.
0: super excited to see that guy play I mean, because, like, if
1: the only comp to that is Buddha Baker, then like, I'm good on Buddha's. Well, he's not all. Was he all pro? He wasn't all pro. He's a pro bowler. I'll yeah, say he's a pro bowler. I don't think he's all pro, but, but yeah.
0: he's just one of those guys that can cover. He can play every position other than lineman. Yeah,
2: man. And I think the
1: versatility. We're talking about that poor versatility,
2: yeah. and he he's versatile I for mean, sure. Yeah, I can't wait to see all these guys pending a lockout.
0: Oh, oh, real quick let me let me address that just real real fast they are under contract to play for the 2020 season period there will not be a lockout this season we will have football in 2020 to 2021 yay however if it is not what
2: what are the the pouncey say the
0: CBA is for the 2021 Uh and forward seasons okay so they are still under contract to play through the 2020 season they will play football this season yeah done The next season, so as soon as off-season begins, because off-season is the beginning of the next season. So the day after the Super Bowl is actually the... So technically right now we're in the 2020 to 2021 season. Yeah. So the day after the Super Bowl, they go on strike. If they haven't signed a CBA by then. So we will still 100% have football, which thank God, because (laughs) to me like there's so much talent coming out right now to, to... have the combine and to get this hype around it, and then for it to fall flat would just, whew,
2: that'd be I terrible, know, man. XFL rubbing their hands together. <laughs>
1: Dang, well, next season, that's supposed to be Justin Lawrence season, right? Yeah. yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Get it together, wow. guys. Yeah. Get really it together. Sucks. All right, guys. What's well, time for a little something, nothing, or everything? Something,
2: nothing, or.
1: It. Derek Carr, a couple of weeks ago, posted on Instagram. Him and Khalil Mack kind of together posted mm-hmm. a little something a little interesting on Instagram that kind of got fans thinking like, man, will Derek Carr be a Chicago Bear? Because he's good friends with Khalil Mack, obviously, because okay. right, played right, for right. Raiders in the beginning of his career. And so it's kind of like this little odd situation here. It's like, well, we know that Mitch isn't. Well, he's the guy, but is he really the guy?
2: And it's like. <laughs> that was the nicest way to say nah, that. No, <laughs> but like, that's,
1: that's what it comes down to. We got to be real. Yeah. And so. I mean, he was think, a pro bowler. Y'all think Derek Carr kind of like hinting like, hmm, maybe I might try to team up with my boy again. Y'all you know, think that's something. I think it's I don't
0: know. I think it's something. I don't want to say it's everything. I don't think that this is like a sure gone like conclusion. But I do believe that Derek is maneuvering his way to get out of uh the soon to be Las Vegas race. Oh, he's
1: getting some help from John. they uh, don't they're not they're not they're, they're, not, the they're not buddy combo. buddy.
0: They're yeah. not that's not so wow. If he wants out, honestly, I think that's a fantastic
2: fit yeah, for him. I'm I agree. A resurgence. Because, I, I mean when he when he came in I mean, he was good. Yeah, he was good.
0: Yeah, he's not. He's not not a bad bad. quarterback. Yeah, but. Well,
2: I mean, we're we're putting putting him up against Mitch. So it's like, uh, yeah, (laughs) bring four. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. That's interesting. That's interesting. It's definitely something
0: that. And the thing is, for me, with that team is that they don't need somebody who's going to go out there and put up 50 points. Yeah, I don't need Mahomes. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't need a Mahomes. Mahomes. They don't need a Russell Wilson. They don't need a guy who's going to be, quote unquote, the guy, like you said. Mm -hmm. Derek Carr and Matt Nagy. I'm down to see that. Okay. I really am. Now, whether they, just they have need a the, guy, I okay. mean, there's probably two, three games a year. He's going to have to win. Yeah. But, but he other, can do that. But other than that, the defense I trust the Derek Derek Karp Karp is giving you 14 points. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. So. It'd be nasty. Just don't turn the ball over. Score one or two touchdowns. As an offense, mm-hmm. not you as Derek Carr, but as an offense, score one or two touchdowns. That's 28 points. How many teams are losing with 28 That's points? Interesting.
2: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. All right. New
1: report came out mm. that Le'Angelo Ball has signed a contract with the g-league team g-league affiliate for the oklahoma city thunder
2: oh That'll oh snap lonzo <laughs> <laughs> I can, I wish y'all to the see thunder confirmed
1: i wish y'all could see his face
2: lamello to the th- no, no no liangelo, Li-Angelo. No, no i La-Melo. know but it's Li-Angelo. just the first oh, piece so that way we can get all the, the ball piece. but oh, yeah, ask lavar uh,
0: lavar knows what he's doing <laughs> did you <laughs> did you get, tell me you guys follow the interview with lavar on um,
2: yes did you see it Yes, okay. on, on undisputed, right? Yes, yeah, yes, on Yeah, he's yeah, he going said, crazy. He man. said, <laughs> "I, I laughed out even loud." Say it out. I couldn't believe he it. he said,
0: uh, Mello, Lamelo, whatever, the, however you say their name." <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful. I, just, I, I might be disrespectful. I just, I'm, I'm done with the Ball brothers. Like, I'm done with the Ball family. Like I really am. I'm like, yeah. come in here, hoop. If you can hoop, you're going to get paid. You're going to stay. You're going to win games. I mean, it's so can't defense, hoop, it's
2: just Levar, but.
0: Uh, it is and it isn't though, because I mean, like they're everywhere, man. <laughs> like I see as much, I see more of them than I see Brawny or Zaire Wade. Yeah, and it's like those guys are probably the, like the, I yeah, mean, I those guess guys are high but it's like he's foregoing. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Yeah, It's just it's just they're going about it the wrong way. No, I see I way. see what you mean. Yeah. So you know, he said Mello was going to be the within his first three seasons is going to be a scoring champion. Oh my god. In his first three seasons. I know and what you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. said. They said, You mean L'Angelo? And he said, Psh, No, I mean Mello. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your own father is roasting you, bro
2: oh that's so disrespectful that's the one thing about LeVar though he truthful he truthful I'll say that you gotta he, respect that he did say some outlandish stuff man he said uh he said uh Lonzo's in revenge season and, yeah, he said uh, I mean he's, he's in
0: revenge mode you never seen him in
2: revenge mode or
0: playoff mode and they said is it better than LeBron's playoff mode and he said yes he said they're gonna they're gonna
2: make the eighth seed and knock the Lakers out of the playoffs yeah <laughs> He said
0: they're yeah. going to whack the Lakers up. Never ah, changed, LeVar. You you never need, changed. You, listen, you need
1: folks like LeVar in your corner. All right? You need this type of energy. Whether uh, you no believe it or not is whatever. You need uh, this type of energy. <laughs> yes. Just, you need him yes. on TV. I, That's need, what you need. I just
0: need somebody beyond. Like, if I suck, tell me I suck. Well, he is. What I do you say about Leandro? T- Okay, but he said that the, 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 like, okay, <laughs> the. What same, did he say? This is what did he This is the same guy who said oh, Zoe man. was better than Steph Curry and LeBron James. I'm sorry, hey, Jello. Man. That's yeah. Mm.
1: No disrespect to Jello. Anyway, now, so but <laughs> when was the last time? You,
0: when was the last time you watched a G League game? Never. <laughs> um, oh, Taco um, Fall Baller. That's it. But I'm saying I, I do watch. I'm saying you and I here and there. Cliff, you and I live about 15 minutes away. Yeah. From the Lakeland Magic, or the Orlando Magic. I haven't
1: it. I haven't watched the Lakeland Magic game in probably about
0: you ever been to a bit like i've been game? to a game i've okay. been
1: i've been a two uh and that was like a year and a half ago who plays for them uh oh he said stop Hot it seat. well i know Corey Sanders plays for them right now No, no but... it doesn't
0: i don't want you to have an answer <laughs> oh i only got one because my point but, is is yeah. that why are we talking about a guy who's getting signed to a g league team not signed from oh, yeah. a g league team no, he's signed, signed to a
2: g league team. hey because that's what
0: happened <laughs> but then shout, the out to family LaVar. Cachet, shout, shout out to, to Levar. <laughs> that's,
1: that's the brand that's big baller what we say about press Hey, there's no such thing as bad press. Hey. Well, there's bad press when you're like. Well, I feel bad because yeah, yeah. I
0: know we're the media right now and we're covering <laughs> this, and I just, I just want you guys to know that I'm trying to bring you quality content, and these two guys just want to talk about LeAngelo. <laughs> <Coley right laughs> I'm
2: here for, I'm here for Jello, Mello, and Zo.
1: And team, shout them to the mom, bring ball them family in the building. Hey,
2: I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> I ain't wearing them ZO twos, but <laughs> 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 he ain't wearing them either. You safe? <laughs> but, yeah.
1: but all right, to wrap it up for the last one. There's some reports coming out. Now tell me if this makes sense. It's something, nothing, everything. Y'all tell mm-hmm. me Tom Brady to San Francisco. How are we feeling?
2: Do they wear uh blue and red? Are they uh, uh,
0: XFL team? Yeah, like Tiago so wanted to go to the XFL? Oh my goodness yeah. gracious. Wait, Tom, we're talking, we're talking the Niners.
2: Tom talking ain't going the anywhere. 40 They're niners. talking the 49ers. the 49ers. Tom Brady. To Thomas the 49ers. Edward Patrick Brady Jr. is yes. not going anywhere. Ooh, that's a that's okay. a he's not leaving. He's not going anywhere. Nah. But, I mean, like, I'm on your
0: side with this one, But, but like to the Niners? Why? why would the why john lynch john lynch has been a great gm so far why would he do that he ain't that good bro he's been a great (laughs) (laughs) he said he ain't that good have you like tell me where they were five years ago
2: no he's great but he ain't good enough to get no no no, it ain't about being good enough to get why would he do it why would you walk away
0: from jimmy g i get jimmy g's not the guy we've had that conversation we beat that dead horse but my point is is that
2: it's a john elway you just lost
0: in super bowl Why are you trying to change your quarterback right now? Like, why would you move on to a 42 year old quarterback? Who's never been outside of a single system.
2: It's a John Elway situation with the whole thing with bringing in Peyton Manning. It's like, if I can do it, I can do it. Honestly, I feel bad for Jimmy G. Jimmy G's like, really? Like, can I, (laughs) can I get a a break for two seconds? (laughs) I (laughs) I literally left the other side of the coast. (laughs) I think it's completely just
0: washed. (laughs) Like it's just, it's just garbage. Like it's just, (laughs) it's just nothing. This is literally
2: nothing. Yeah, I agree.
0: We just need free agency to start. No, I want to, Tom Brady is only really going to two to three places at the most, and one of them is New England. That's the most. That's the favorite. Yeah, it's like New England, the Titans, the Chargers. That's yeah. kind of it. No, like he fits it. with the Cowboys, but if the Cowboys don't sign Dak, then we just need to take the ownership away from Jerry Jones. I don't know. Unless John Gruden's working something up. I mean, yeah, he could go. He could go to Vegas. I would. I would could be a Gruden be grinder in a little bit. No, nah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, him, there, so man. okay, there's four teams that he could realistically go to. Yeah. The Niners, not even
2: on the map, bro. Yeah, no way. No way. Okay. Disgusting. <laughs> I didn't think they can afford them. You make room. You, <laughs> you, make, make room. you figure that out.
1: Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode, Triple Overtime. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, be sure to please hit up the socials, uh, Instagram at 3OT, the Twitter at 3OT. The Twitter is active. Hop on there. Debate with us. Argue with us. Uh, You know. We're sending out some, I'm sending out some crazy tweets. So I want to see what y'all got to say. I'm um, just letting y'all know right now. I'm here to argue. I got time. Um, Instagram, go! please go check out the giveaway. We got a giveaway up right now. The winner will be announced on the 14th and it will end on the 13th. So make sure that you guys go ahead and enter in and that's, we can get you guys some gear. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the crew. Like we, we love all you guys. Thank you so much. Until next time.